So three words for today's interview, rooted in confidence. And if hearing that phrase really doesn't make you raise an eyebrow, really doesn't draw you in and make you want to hear more, then I'm pretty sure once you hear Taylor's interview from start to finish, you most certainly will. So Taylor has a host of experience from having a healthcare administration degree to even having some experience as an esthetician to now coming into business and really branding herself. But ultimately with these products, with wanting to really tackle and foster a community for African-American in hair, it's not about the products. It's not really about making a quick buck, but it's more so about the education. And then from there, building a foundation so that all ladies can feel comfortable in their hair, expressive, however you want to do it. So without further ado, enjoy episode 129, Embracing Expansion. What's going on, everybody? Just like to welcome you back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. Man, look, we got Philly in the building today. So <laughs> it's funny. Every time I normally start these episodes, give the intros and everything like that, I always have some sort of story. I always have some sort of report to build with the guests or how people come on and everything like that. And when I tell you all today, I was trying to figure out how me and Taylor came into contact with each other. And I really had no idea. I was going through DMs. I was going through personal pages. I was going through um, my booking website. I was going through everything. E search her name and my email address and everything. I could not find it. And then went to her website and saw that we had saw that she was from Philly. So once I saw that, I said, "Oh, so we probably have a plethora of hosts of mutual connections and different things like that." And then, sure enough, you know how Instagram gives you that follow by or follow in. I was able to kind of go. I did, I did a little bit of stalking, y'all. I'm not gonna lie. I had to. I had to make sure I came prepared today. But essentially, you know, I was able to find out that. We have a host of mutual connections, even people who are bought on the podcast, people who have done my merchandise, people who have done graphics and different things for me as well. So I'm very excited that once she was able to reach out to me and get an interview scheduled and then she was even able to reschedule. You know, we had some things going on on the podcast side of things and we just have to, you know, take a little hiatus. But we're back. We're better than ever. I'm definitely very excited to be sitting down with her. So, Taylor, how you doing today? How's everything on your end? I'm great. Glad to be here. Bet, bet, bet. All right. So, look. I know it's Philly in the building, so I know we're going to have a lot of Philly. I know we're going to have a lot of people tapping in from my side, a lot of people tapping in from your side, a lot of people. You know, we're going to have some newcomers coming along the way. So for everyone, can you, one, can you just tell us a little bit about yourself? And then can you, two, can you just tell us what brings you on the Down to Business podcast today? Yeah, so I'm Taylor. Like you said, I'm from Philly, born and raised. Um, I am 20. I just turned 24. I had to think about it. <laughs> Um, I work full time as a project associate while I do, I also run my business and I'm also in graduate school for, um, health administration. So I'm, I'm juggling a couple things, but my main thing right now is developing my business. And one of my goals this year was to put myself out there. So one this is my first goal to do a podcast interview. I love that. I love that a lot, man. I'm, I'm. You already got me like, wow. You, you do a lot. So you, so you got the full time student, you got a full time job, and then you got a business. Yep. Okay. I like. I love it though. I like. You know. I don't. I don't miss school at all. As somebody who is trying to go back and do my and get my PhD, but I definitely do understand. You know that balance. I worked three jobs in grad school. Um, I started my podcast with a full-time job and then in between jobs as well. So I understand that. But you said you set goals for yourself. You said that you are still trying to develop. You are still trying to get yourself out there and things like that. And I think that that's so important. But all right, I'm thinking about work-life balance right now, first and foremost. 
what's that look like for you? What, you know, what do you feel like you've put too much on your plate? Are you somebody who, you know, no matter what comes your way, you're always going to put your best foot forward. I know stress kind of happens and things like that. But with these three separate things, in a sense, job, student and business, how are you able to make sure that you're fully devoting time to everything and still, you know, you have a life, you still got to be social, you still got to eat, you have friends, I'm pretty sure you still have to do things for yourself outside of those three. So what does that work-life balance look like for you right now? Yeah, literally my friends, like, I don't know how you do it. Like, I'm, I still go out, I still, you know, do what I want to do. It's literally about setting times for things. So like, I'll, I go to work from like, do my eight hours, come home. If I don't have class, I'll come home, take a quick nap. Then I start working on my business. If I got homework or I got class, I do class. Then once I, I usually finish class about like 9, 9.30. I, I just do, I just try to do at least one thing for my business. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm my biggest critic. Like I'm always beating myself up. So I feel like if I'm not doing enough, I'm not doing nothing at all. So I'm always, I'm, I'm literally always doing something, but I make sure that I make time to eat. I make sure that I'm still socializing. I'm always on the phone talking to my best friend, and that's like, that's that like give me that little balance too. And I still make time to, you know, go out even if it, if I'm, I might be doing a pop up shop from like one to three. Then I'm, I'm, I might be out in the club from nine to <laughs> two a.m. But it's, yeah, it's all about balance, and I just I just make it work. I love that, man. We share a lot of the same sentiments and just, you know, being your biggest critic and just feeling like if I haven't, for me, I feel like if I haven't posted a podcast episode or if I haven't tapped in and done something, then that's how I feel. So that's why I just, you know, coming back from this hiatus and, and really having to go back to Philly and spend some time with the family due to a loss in the family, um, it really just, it had me all over the place feeling like, you know, I was just losing productivity or just I wasn't you know, giving my viewers what they really wanted or the audience and things like that. But there are also times in life and just different things like that where you got to recognize you got to give yourself grace. You're still a human being. You know, you recognize that you live a life. You still have to be social. You still got to go out. You still have to have fun, essentially. Like everything just doesn't have to be. Yes, you can have your head down. You can go crazy. We talked about that a lot in my previous episode about, you know, sometimes locking in for one to three years. He did what he did for 34 years. But across those years, you know, you still have balance. You still have family time, friend time. You still have fun time in a sense, too. So and I think that even keeps you more motivated because you like you know i know for me living in florida when i go out when we do different things we go out different to whatever whatever you just like okay wow well if i had the you know if i had the funds or the budget or different things like that we'd be doing that or we'd be doing that well i'm gonna get that i'm gonna get to there how i'm gonna do that through the business through monetary through set whatever the case may be so i love what you're doing for sure and i think only as you you continue to grow and elevate You'll just add more to your belt, just the same. So, all right. So, walk me through the business, man. I love the name. I love what you have going on. So, give the people a little bit of something. I, I really want to hear the whole backstory because, like I said, I read the bio. I was on the website and everything like that. But I really want to get into the nitty gritty of it all and really how and why did you start this? Yeah. So, I well, my business name is Rooted in Confidence. Um, it started out as Janae Naturals. Janae's my middle name. Um, I started during the pandemic 2020 straight out of undergrad. Um, I you know I'm kind of like a, I'm I'm trying to be more religious, but you know, I spend time with God and I just saw a video literally like they're like if you have an idea in your head and it, it won't go away, that's God telling you like, you know, execute this business. And that was literally me. I was sitting around, I'm like, I want to start this business. I I always knew I wanted to. So 
I started, you know, doing my business plan and I knew I, it had, I wanted it to be hair related because, you know, I have a lot of hair and I always gain confidence with um, my hair. Like I'm always getting compliments. And also I felt like it'd be a great way to bring awareness to black hair because growing up, I've always gotten like, oh, are you Indian? Are you this? Are you that? To the point where it made me question myself, like, well, am I like, you know, more than black? And so I just wanted to make a company that not only helps you to grow your hair and, you know, get your hair the healthiest it can be, but also to educate you on, you know, black people can't have good hair. There's no such thing as bad hair. And things like that. So I really want to use my platform to not only just, you know, make another product and just to make some money. I want to educate and, you know, form a community eventually. Um, I love every part of that. Yeah, I had to change the name because I tried to trademark it and uh, somebody had the similar name. So that kind of threw me for a loop. And I just really had to sit down like, all right, we just got a rebrand. And yeah, now we're rooted in confidence. Rooted in confidence. I love it, man. And that was like you said, you may not be the most religious, but we're not going to ignore the signs. You know that that like you said, when you just when you wake up and you're just thinking about something, even sometimes um, we we really don't realize that our business ideas, the entrepreneurship ideas, what we could really make money from are things that we do every day, things that we love, things that it's, it's kind of second nature to us. And we don't even really think about exploring mm-hmm. it from a business side because it's just a hobby of ours, or it's just maybe something we love or we do with friends or we do with family. So the fact that, you know, you really honed in, because I'm pretty sure, you know, it took a few times. It took some reminders. It took some signs. It took some things coming your way to really realize, hmm, like, should I really do this? Do I really need to do this? And then with the whole pandemic going on you know i I really obviously i'm going to give credit and praise to anyone who starts a business who becomes an entrepreneur who does anything like that but under the circumstances of the pandemic man i just have to give you so much more praise and kudos because man it's not easy i started this podcast around the pandemic as well and just to think about a time where there was so much uncertainty we didn't know what was going on i saw business closes and left and right especially in philly because the time I was working at Target and showing him all. So it was just like on my way to work, going up Ogons, man, I watched so many different businesses just become closed. So many businesses that I had shopped with, that I had been with, that I had new people that just gone, gates gone or, or looted or something like that. So it was just like, you know, to to want to put yourself in that industry, to want to put yourself in that realm and, and still know that you can succeed and still put your best foot forward, man, that takes a lot for sure. So, okay. And then you even really more so talk about the confidence aspect. I love because, like I said, I, I love the name. The name is amazing. I mean, I'm big on just names and purpose and stories. So I feel like the way you kind of worked your way into that and rebranded one, it was for a reason, but two, it was so intentional how you did it. So mm-hmm. I always love how people, you know, come into business and you recognize that yes, you can very much make money from something. You can be very successful at what it is you do. But the biggest thing for you is the impact and the education. It's about because you know you're inspiring other people. I'm pretty sure that there are other people in Philadelphia and the United States around the world that have gone through similar stories and similar testaments that, that you have gone through. You know, people and to the fact where they may have questioned themselves mm-hmm. or people kind of coming at them or let me touch your hair or just doing that. We, we know all of those stories and how those things go. But the fact that, you know, you took that, you internalized it and you made something from it. And now you're going to impart that knowledge onto others. I, I definitely got to clap it up for that for sure. So, OK, so rooted in confidence. When I'm first kind of, I guess, getting to know the business, when I'm first kind of getting to realize what it is that you do. So on top of the education aspect, what can people 
people also expect from like a product standpoint, from like a service standpoint? What all do you really aim to do for people out there? Uh, right now, product-wise, we have a herbal hair growth oil that I make myself, a scalp scrub that I also make myself, and then I have um, hand-sewn bonnets. Um, I have wash day boxes that have the oil and the scrub in it. That was kind of like a limited edition thing that kind of just prolonging because I never sold out of them. <laughs> um, but right now, I'm working with a chemist to make more products, so... It's going to be, you know, more um, more things along the way because I realize, like, a lot of people don't use oils or now everybody's like, oh, oils don't do anything for your hair. So I just want to make sure that, you know, I have something for everybody in my target audience. I think that's, that's fire to be inclusive of it all because, like you said, you know, whereas people may not realize the benefits or what's going on. I know me specifically, I have interviewed a guy by the name of Frankie and he has his own beard oil company, Steep Beard Co. Mm -hmm. And up until, you know, when I started reading some of the ingredients about the argon and the grapeseed and the vitamin E and different things, you know, these are things that we hear about growing up, that we see growing up and that I was never a person, I'm going to be very honest with you. I didn't spend much time in the hair aisles or the hair stores. I couldn't because I didn't know what was going on. I was getting overwhelmed. Everything looks the same. Everything, you know, it's, it's, it's all, and everything works differently for different people. So, you know, for me, I'm just trying to be in and out. I'm trying to keep it as simplistic as possible <laughs> and really just grab and go what I got to do, a do-rag, a brush, some shampoo, something like that and we're gonna get up out of here especially once i realized you know once we kind of went away from the grease phase and it was more so these oils but once i really started paying attention and looking and reading and doing my research i really realized that like you said a lot of people are missing out on these hidden benefits on what these things can do for the hair for the face for the body for everything like that so something that i really love that stood out to me on your website was your ingredients uh, tab. I love that tab because it's just like, it's wow. One, we talk so many times about things that we may put in our bodies, put on our bodies or even ingest or, or utilize and things like, and we don't always know what's going on. Right. The, something that I will never let go to this day um, I interviewed a young woman and she pretty much told me that when you look at the ingredients on something, it goes from most to least. Mm -hmm. Man, I wish I would have knew that years ago. I really had no idea. And now I'm, I'm putting that, if I pick up a bottle and the first word is not something that I can pronounce, let alone tell you what it is, I got to put it back down because I can't be putting that in. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm, so I'm going to ask you, obviously, and I kind of think I even know more so where you're going to go because you're, like you said, you're an educator. You want people to know things. Where did really the motivation come from to want to put that tab even on the website? Because for me, that that, that that shows me two things. One, it shows me you did your own research and you really looked into different things and how it affects different people. But two, you're transparent. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, you know, there are hidden different things, parabens, sulfates, different things from products that we don't know, or we were buying stuff and they don't necessarily include everything, or they put it under this, this medical name or this crazy long name that you can't even pronounce. So for you, when thinking about rooted in confidence, when thinking about what you were trying to design and communicate to people, why did that ingredients tab come up as one of the things? Yeah, um, it stemmed from from when it was Janae Naturals. Um, you know, then I wanted everything to be, you know, natural, organic. And then, because um, I'm also an esthetician, so, you know, I was in school for that also. And so I was learning, you know, first of all, literally everything is a chemical. And I think that's what a lot of people miss. And something might, you know, sound harmful, but you never know how it's formulated in that specific product. And so um, one of my values is just transparency. So I just wanted to make sure, 
even though I'm doing a rebrand, everything is necess not necessarily going to be organic and natural. I want to, you know, make sure that people know what what's their, what they're putting on their hair and in their scalp, and they know how it's benefiting them, whether they actually need it or not. So I just wanted to make sure that, um, yeah, that I'm just, I just really want to educate people on on everything, now, even if it's, you know, something that's not in my product specifically, like. I love when people come up and ask me things about certain ingredients or certain hair products and just being able to educate them about them. Gotcha. I think that that's important in the fact that you even took the time to devote to learning that, to realizing the effects, to doing the trial and error. That's just that much important. The fact that you have transparency as a value within business and even just within life, mm -hmm. man, it'll take you such a long way. And even you'll see it now with even getting yourself out there, you're going to get yourself out there in a more authentic manner with more authentic people. And it'll just be, you're surrounding yourself with those same like-minded individuals. So when thinking about, you know, working your way up to where you are and thinking about all the research that you've had to done about the benefits and everything like that. What was really the trial and error process? And maybe there was no error, maybe just a lot of trials, but what was it like really learning these ingredients, learning what worked, learning what didn't work? Was it all things that you were using personally? Was it people with you? I know you said you have a chemist as well. So what has this really been like being able to formulate all of these products and, and recognizing what works and what doesn't? Yeah. Um, well, with the two products that I make right now, it really wasn't like a trial and error. It was more so like with the herbs, trying to figure out just what kind of blend that I wanted to use. Um, you know, I knew everything that I was researching was pretty good. Um, and I just made sure that not necessarily like, you know, what's the right herb, but making sure that it's quality herbs and that I'm putting into these products. Um, and yeah, now that I have a chemist, she also helps me to, to, uh, do that along with, you know, adding preservatives and making sure that everything is right. So, and she's also a black woman. So I love that too. Hey man, look, we got to keep our people in the family and keep yeah. close. So I love that a lot. Something I want to kind of double back to a little bit that you spoke about just to see if there's any correlation. So you said that you're an esthetician. Mm -hmm. So what, if any, do you see any correlation moving forward with rooted in confidence with the knowledge and what you have with being an esthetician and kind of those skill sets? Are you trying to kind of collab everything? Are you trying to offer more services as you continue to kind of build this brand? What is that really? Are you kind of keeping them separate? What does that really look like for you and rooted in confidence too? So, I you know sometimes I really don't know what I'm doing in life. I'm just you know going day by day, but um, it does take have a part in it because at the end of the day your scalp is still skin so you got to treat your scalp how you're treating the rest of the skin on your body so um a lot of the some of the education that i've learned from being an esthetician that i can apply that to um to my business even you know using certain ingredients like beforehand i've never even thought of like adding like glycolic acid in a shampoo because i'm thinking that's just something that you use on your face and no, you can use it on your scalp too. So um, it's definitely it definitely benefits being an esthetician and just you know having certain connections. Because um, actually, the the chemist that I have I've I've connected with her because she's also an esthetician too. So it's brought me connections, and I also want to eventually 
take like a trichology certification, which is just learning more about the scalp. And I didn't even know until like recently that you have to be like either a cosmetologist or esthetician to get that certification. So it's definitely helping just to have a little more, um, you know, uh, what's the word? Like having that extra knowledge in the business and not just saying, just to have that credibility. That's the word I'm thinking of. And honestly, you may say that um, kind of towards the beginning of the answer, you said that, you know, sometimes you just don't know what you're doing. Sometimes you kind of just put yourself out there and involve yourself in different things. But honestly, too, I also think that that's important. We it's okay to be very knowledgeable on a topic, to be very versed, to have a lot of knots, you know, to just know things, to have put your all into that. But it's also okay to have done that in multiple different avenues. And like you said, you even putting yourself in the esthetician route, you found out different things in relation to cosmetology, even trying to learn more about the scalp, you even found more out about that. So I think honestly, the more well-rounded you are when it comes to just skincare, hair care, health care, everything like that, I, I just think that it'll continuously add to you and to your business and to grow. Sometimes it may not always make sense in the very beginning, mm. but as you start to tie things together, as you start to realize that ultimately, yeah, it's still skin. You still have to take care of your arms the same way you would do the legs, the scalp, the face, everything like that. You know, so what we're putting in our bodies ultimately is important. So the more, the merrier. And it may not, but like you said, sometimes it just feels like, okay, I'm over here one day, I'm here the next, I'm over here the next. But ultimately, all of that knowledge can definitely come full circle and be of benefit. So something that you really kind of disclosed from the very beginning and that I'm very interested to see and hear about is growth. Is about how, you know, part of the reason why you're on this podcast today is for growth is because one of the goals that you have for yourself is putting yourself out there more developing the brand, developing the business. So thinking about now that we're still very early in the year, that 2023 is kind of only two months in at this point. What is it looking like for Rooted and Confidence? What are you thinking about? Obviously, you've had some different experiences under your belt, but we're still very early. We still have 10 months to finish out through this year. And on top of school and on top of what you're doing just as an esthetician, I know that you have some things going on. So do you, would you say that you have any other goals set for yourself? Would you say that by the end of the year, you want Rooted and Confidence to be at a certain point? What does that trajectory look like as we move throughout? Yeah, I have... I, I don't know what it is. And I, you know, going back to God, I feel like he's telling me, like, this is going to be the year because even before the year started, like, I've just had such a good, you know, good thoughts about this year coming up. Like, and, you know, I've literally, you know, finished a goal already and it, the month's not even over. Um, I've already booked more pop-up shops for next month. And, I used to be like super shy and that was a part of the reason why I wanted to do like a podcast interview just to, you know, get myself to talking more and just getting comfortable in it. Because um, even like when I'm at pop-up shops, I have to like literally tell myself like, speak up. They're not going to know about your product until you tell them about it. And so that's something I'm still working on. And I just want to see, I just want to see my business elevate this year. And I've also learned that with God, like you got to do things in order. And he already got another idea in my head. So I got to get this one solid before I start this next one. And so like I'm I'm working with a strategist to help me with my content. So I can, I want to start making consistent sales every month and just really getting the name out there. Like y'all are going to hear about Rooted and Confidence this year. (laughs) 
on now. This the year, and you're confident behind it all. So I think the fact that you know you continue to stay intentional through it all, that you know you're listening, you're observing. It may not always come how you want it to come, when you want it to come, where you want it to, or even why you want it to. But it, it's around you, and sometimes we really just have to be still and just recognize and just say he's speaking to us through some things, through sometimes through our tribulations, sometimes through how we don't want to hear it, but we're so focused on what we want to hear and what we want that the message is going right over our head that, the, you know, we're going to continue to fail, try, try, try again, you know. But I, I think that is so important that you're stepping outside of your comfort zone. That is one of the hardest things to do as a business owner, as a student, as an esthetician, just as a human being in general. You know, we never, nobody ever wants to feel awkward or uncomfortable or potentially be wrong or not know something or you be taught. But I feel like, you know, that's really where the confidence grows from, the confidence stems from. I'll even say to myself, you know, it took a lot of times of messing up. I wasn't always the, I mean, I. how do I put this, I guess, confidently? I wasn't always the best the public speaker that I am right now I wasn't always like that but I would never say you know I was nervous or anything like that but there were just certain things that I needed to work on whether it be eye contact whether it be movement it's even some things that I need to work on now but had I not you know learn from professors learn from people around me being able to take constructive criticism being able to not only take it and hear it but then act on it because it's one thing you know somebody could tell you something or somebody could want you to improve or want the best for you family friend customer indifferent but how do you take that do you get up in arms about it? Do you take it personal? Do you improve? Do you go back to the drawing board? Do you consider some things? You know, I think it's so important how we also react to certain things. So the fact that, you know, you set a goal for yourself and you're already knocking it out. Like you said, you're already booking yourself in more pop-up shops. You're already thinking about, all right, let me solidify this so I can move on to the next. Man, that's already showing growth. And so if God's telling you that this is the year, well, look, you already off to a great start two months in. Three, so th- so now think about four months in, six months in, nine months in, and then to December, man, we might be having a totally different conversation come the end of next, come the end of twenty twenty three, going into twenty twenty four. So I'm definitely excited to see that as well. So between the pop up shops, between what you're doing in Philadelphia, between all the education and knowledge that you have amassed, what does this look like as far as growth for you though? Are you trying to once you're done with school, are you thinking about kind of Outside of the Philadelphia area, do you ever want rooted in confidence to be like a storefront? Do you ever want like an esthetician studio? What are you really thinking of as far as really building that foundation, setting that foundation, but then being able to move on to, you know, bigger and better? Are you looking to get outside of Philadelphia? Because I don't know if you share the same sentiments as me, but the first chance I had to leave Philly, I left. I love my city to death. But, you know, at the same time, I recognize that traveling, going to college in North Carolina and then upstate New York and then being back in Philly, but then being able to move down here, it showed me so much about the world and just so many opportunities and things like that. So thinking about your brand, thinking about your education, even thinking about your esthetician, school skills, certifications and everything like that. What does growth look like for you moving forward? See, that's the part I don't know yet. Like, I don't, I feel like I could go so many different ways. It's like, I don't even know what's next because it's so crazy because last year, you know, I was I was focusing on, you know, being an esthetician. I was at a I was at a franchise doing waxing and it was to the point where I was getting tired of it, you know, I'm like, you know what, I'm just quit this. I'm going out on my own. I'm just be a you know, full time entrepreneur on my own. And I started to like, you know, try to prepare for it and it's like I just I just heard that voice, like, it's not time for that. Take this corporate job, do this nine to five so you can focus on this other stuff. So you know, I feel like 
the main thing that I'm waiting on right now is just to finish school. But then, you know, then I got another thought in my head, like, should I do nursing school? So it's like, I, I really don't know. But I do want to expand Rooted in Confidence. Um, I, I love to travel. And then, um, like I told you earlier, uh, before the podcast, I, my family's in Florida, so I'm always down there. So it's definitely possible that, you know, I might open up a store down there. I, my best friend's down there. So she like, she, she, you know, everybody doesn't have the entrepreneurial spirit. So she like, you got to get us rich. And I'm like, bro, I got you. <laughs> so I might have to open a store, have her run it down there, have somebody doing it. And I don't, I don't know. It's like, I have so many possibilities, but I do want to, I want to be able, in a perfect world, I want to be able to use my healthcare administration degree during the week, be an esthetician and a business owner the other half of the day and on the weekends. Is that really going to happen? I don't know yet, but <laughs> we'll see. I think it's a. I think it's even more amazing that the possibilities are endless for you. That you're not really confining yourself in a sense. So I would even say, whereas sometimes we may not always say I don't know, or we may not always have the next idea as to where what's coming or what's next. That's good because that keeps you on your toes in a sense. It keeps you not really so boxed in. Or yes, it's okay to have tunnel vision, but it's also okay to you know be inclusive of all perspectives and recognize that you know healthcare administration could take over at one point in your life. As you, being an esthetician could also take over at another point in your life. Rooted in confidence could always be in your life, but you know, certain days you're just here or you're doing that. Or like you said, maybe I'm just 1% these days. Other days I'm really locked in with it. So I, that's cool, man. Look, come to Florida. You good with me. I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a give you to the people. I, I got a lot of people for you. A lot of people, you know, we trying to get rooted in confidence for sure. But ultimately, I think it's so good that you you're just continuing to expand however that looks for you. So you also mentioned earlier that you're shy. So hearing that you've already completed a pop-up shop, hearing that you have pop-up shops already booked and and you're busy a little bit. So what was that really like taking that step forward, being at a pop-up shop? Because one, I've I've been at a I've been at pop-up shops, never as a vendor, but always just, you know, as somebody who walks around and different things like that. And they can definitely be overwhelming. It can definitely almost feel like, you know, sometimes you're not getting the attention that you want or that everybody is maybe just supposed to come to you. But other times you really have to make yourself marketable from how the table looks to how you greet people or just that presence. So as someone who is shy, but also not afraid to step outside of their comfort zone. What has your experience been with pop-up shops and having to speak up and just different things? Um, It's definitely helped having somebody there with me. Like usually I'll have like my little sister or one of my friends helping me. Cause for one, it's, it's a lot to be doing by yourself. And I commend anybody that does, you know, multiple pop-up shops by themselves. Um, I did one and that was probably like my very first one. And I regretted it so much. Um, But I, I've, I'm I'm learning as I go. Like even the last one I just did, I did it with one of my friends, and somebody came up to the table, and I'm like, "Hey, how are you?" Da da da, and he's like, "Stand up." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> it's like I don't know. Like sometimes I'm I'm better than other times. Like I'll freeze up, and then I just don't know what to say, or I won't say. It. Like I don't know what to say, but I just don't want to say it. Um. And I also, I actually did another, they had a, a podcast at the pop-up shop. And so I like that she made us do it. She was like, if somebody do a podcast, all y'all got to get up and do it. I'm like, I'm nervous. And I'm so glad that my friend was there instead of my little sister because he definitely helped me 
you know, loosen up a little bit. He like, I'll do it with y'all. Get on camera. And when I when I got on the camera, I walked up to them. I'm like, listen, I'm nervous. <laughs> they like, don't be nervous. And so they just, you know, started asking me the questions. And I did kind of loosen up while, you know, once the camera started rolling. So I take it. I take every day as a as a new. Um, I just learn from every experience. Look, I, I'm going to be the first to tell you, like, so it, it comes with experience, though. It comes with having days and comes with having it comes with having things that you regret. It comes with thinking about, you know, you wake up the next day after you did something. You're like, wow, I could have did this better. Or you look maybe back at some footage or you mm-hmm. listen to yourself or you look at what could have went. It's almost like what they say about arguments, how like you could be arguing with somebody. And then as soon as the I argument over, maybe like the next day, you <laughs> like, no, I had, uh-huh. I had some fire for it. I ain't yet, you know. But sometimes it's really like that because I can't tell you how many times I've ended an interview or I've walked away from a connection or I've thought about something. And it's just like, dang, or why didn't I say that? Or why didn't I ask that? Or why didn't I do that? Or why didn't I? So it makes you approach, like you said, every day completely different. And I think that that's okay. I, I think that that's fine. You're going to have days where you just on it. It's just, it's nothing they could, it's nothing they could bring to you to knock your shine, to steal your crown, st- none of that. But it's going to be other days where it's just like, okay. We got off to a rough start a little bit. We rebounded. You know, we made it happen. Not our best performance, but we still here. We live to see another day. And then there's going to be some days where it's just like, damn, like, what did I do? Like, what? what, That's not even me. That's not Taylor. That's not Tamar. That's not how we really give it up. You know what I'm saying? So I think, but I think the ultimate, I guess, I'm going to say goal, the ultimate goal of it all, appreciate all of it just the same. You know, the same way that you you have your good days, those high days, and you really just, you on your high horse. Can't nobody tell you a word, and you loving it, you enjoying it, you thinking God, you thinking people around you, your support system, little sister, friend, best friend down here, however it looks. Appreciate it those same days on the rough days. Go Sometimes the rough days even make me go 10 times harder. It makes me go look at it. You know, go look at maybe reviews that people that may go listen to previous episodes, go look at content and different things that I've done, because, you know, you don't let a rough day define you. You don't let a bad game define you. Don't let anything define you, a bad moment, a good moment, anything like that. You appreciate it all because it just makes when rooted in confidence is that household name that it should be. When you when you use a healthcare administration and your esthetician skills at the same time, it's going to make you think about all those times where you said, I didn't know. Or I didn't know what was next, or I didn't know what I was thinking about, or I felt like I was all over the place, kind of stretching mm-hmm. myself thin a little bit. But it all came full circle. So no, you you say that and you make a very great point in that. But I also love the fact that you have a great support system around you. It's it's nothing better than that. It's hard, especially because stepping into this lane, doing what we do, it's not easy. It's it's a lot of things that you know. When I close this laptop, when I when I shut the phone off, that you know you deal with. You we're still human beings at the end of the day, living in unpredictable times, whether it be in Florida, Philadelphia, wherever have you, you know, things go on every single day. And then on top of still having a life outside of the business, it's a lot that goes on. But when you have people out there who are are right there with you, who you look behind them and you know, you look behind you and you know that they got your back or you know that they'll loosen you up a little bit or you know that they'll help run operations where need be, man, that just makes it just makes you feel that much better. So I love that. So simply put, I really want to ask you this one question just because, you know, you've talked a lot about intention here you talked a lot about from the ingredients Mm -hmm. to the name to rebranding to pop-up shops to stepping outside your comfort zone everything like that what do you love about what you do somebody from the outside looking in who knows nothing about healthcare administration nothing about being an esthetician me and well let me pause this question real quick because i feel like it's another word i could use what 
okay, you're an esthetician, but it's the study of what, the like, what word is that? Okay, so it's like a, all right, you know how, like, biology is the yeah. study of all of that, geology. Study. Do y'all have something for, like, it, like is it, like, esthe- <laughs> I'm going to make up a crazy word here. It's no word for that, like, no ology or nothing like that. It's just being a, being an esthetician. All right, cool. All right, all right. I just had to make sure because I, I kept I kept trying to frame it right so that I was saying it correctly. But yeah, if somebody simply, you know, from the outside looking at, even listening to this interview, even going through the website, even seeing what you did when you, you know, when you were directly involved with being an esthetician, somebody who may be in your healthcare administration courses, what does Taylor love about what she does? I just love being able to help people and making an impact in somebody's lives. Like, it literally can be the smallest thing that you say or do to somebody that can you know, reverse their day a, a whole 180. And I just want to be able to provide my talents and, you know, doing what I love to be able to do that to people. Like with an esthetician, being an esthetician, something as simple as getting a wax, like that may be something somebody's insecure about. And I just, you know, boosted their confidence just by ripping the hair off of them. Like something, it's just so simple. And then like, um, just from some all the jobs that I've had in my life, and I'm the one I'm listen, I've had like four W2s this year, <laughs> so I'm quick to quit a job if I'm not satisfied. So, like, being a healthcare administrator, like, I'm taking notes as I go, like, what not to do as an administrator, like, what don't I want, what kind of person do I want to be, and what don't I want to do as you know, that leader is literally the manager makes the job like you might hate that job but you know you love your manager you love your team that's going to give you that motivation to go into work that day so i just want to be that person in in somebody's life and just just i just want to make a difference whatever way it is spring confidence Man, that impact is is different because, like you said, I even thought about that. I didn't. I feel like we ought to stay at jobs longer than we probably should have, just because of the people. Just because you know we look forward to coming to work or not necessarily dealing with the customers. But look, I know I got a team around me. I know we all going through the same thing. All right, I can I can stick this out a little bit. But it's also too. It's very indicative of, like you said, how you'll run operations or what you'll do moving forward. And sometimes it really doesn't even have to be a job. Like you can go to a pop up shop. We can do a podcast interview. We can do it's certain people who, you know, <laughs> I'm obviously not going to drop no names, but it's certain people who I've either attempted to interview with or do business with or even people who I bought on this podcast who it may not have turned out the way I wanted it to, whether it be from a promotion side of things, whether the interview may not have been just what I thought it was going to be. Or maybe, you know, they just weren't as engaged or anything, but it also shows me, you know, how to react, how to respond, how, just different things or, or what not to do. There's definitely many events or just many things that I've watched or done. And it's just like, OK, well, let me take notes on that. Let me. Yeah. In the moment, you may laugh or you may joke about it or whatever, whatever. But on the back end, as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, as somebody in that same field. That's not an experience that I want to give. You know, that's not something I want to do or that's not a where I want to place myself. But, man, you spoke to it. So many people across this podcast speak to it. It's about the people. And I really think if, as long as you continue and carry that mindset, you will forever be rich because it's just like, you know, as long as you know how to build relationships, as long as you know how to network, as long as you know how to talk to people, as long as you know how to treat people. I feel like that's the basis of everything we've been learning since we was six years old treat people the way you want to be treated it's it's, it's in the bible it's, it's anywhere that you go you know you just know that right from wrong you just be moral you just 
it, it costs nothing to show love to be kind to people. So the fact that you already have that ingrained in you, even outside the business, it'll only continue to immerse in your business and everything that you do on top of that. So, all right. You talked about a lot today. We got into a lot. You taught me some things today. I'm pretty sure you taught some people out some things today, but you made people curious for sure. You definitely, I think people will be tapping in with you after this interview, trying to figure things out, whether it be from the Philly side, you don't already bought up Florida. So you might develop some traffic that way, but we got people all over, especially with what you do and the products that you make and what you're working with and what you have coming. So before we, you know, let the people know where they can tap in with you, where they can find you at, anything like that. Do you feel like there's anything we haven't talked about today? Anything even any last messages or any last words that you want to leave for other business owners, other entrepreneurs out there, other people who may be trying to just like you get their foot off the ground, get their foot in the door somewhere, build their business, set goals for themselves, um, anything along those lines. I mean, it's, it sounds a little cliche, but literally if you got something in your head that you want to do, just do it. Like don't even, you don't have to have the most state of the art equipment. Just start it with what you got. Um, yeah. Like don't, not satisfy what am i trying to say like don't don't set don't not satisfy the wants that you that you have in your head because you don't feel like you're good enough and i was like that at one point like i felt like who am i to make a hair product line but it's like who am i i'm taylor i'm going to make this hair product line <laughs> so yeah just just do it I love that a lot because you even spoke to me because if I could have told an earlier self that who knows where I would be, you know, there were so many times where I felt like I would listen or I would watch other people on TV from your Joe Buttons to your Gillies and Wallows to your I am athletes to all of them. And I just look at setups. I look at promotion. I look at social media. I look at all of that. Like, well, dad, well, I mean, podcast, what I'm, I, what I'm gonna do this out my basement or what I'm gonna do this on a, on a phone, these dudes got nine cameras set up. These dudes switching angles every question. They in there with the backdrop on there. But why I'm worried about that? You know, who knows their backstory? Who knows everything that they had to do to work their way up to get to that point? Some of them, you know, obviously their credentials and everything speak for themselves. Look at even their their age and experience in comparison to mine. So why me, only three years in at this point, I'm comparing myself to people who 10 plus, 15 plus. 20 plus, who knows where I would be, you know, but if I, and I would say too, even to speak to the hair products, even to speak to everything that you do, if you're doing it now with the situation under the circumstances, under everything that you are, imagine when you really get the tools and the resources, man, you're going to be untouchable. You're going to be forever because you're forever rich now. You're going to be wealthy at that point. And you're going to be able to pass that down. You're going to be able to build a team. You're going to be able to feed other people, both spiritually and mentally, intellectually, financially, all of that, just because, you know, you waited your turn in a sense, or you stayed consistent with it, or you recognize that mm -hmm. this is people first. Yes, the money is going to come. Yes, it's going to be some days that are great, some weeks that are amazing, some months that are, yo, let's rock it. And then you're going to have the total opposite. You're going to look back on some years like, well, damn, what did I do this year compared to that? I look back on some quarters like, I got to step it up there, or I got to do this, or I got to do that. But the more we continue to compare, the more we continue to look over our shoulder, or just doubt ourselves, or just look at them and be like, well, they successful. They on shelves. They doing all of that. I'm not going to get right. there. You don't know where people started at, whether it be their basement, whether it be, you know, however, I, I recorded my intro video in my basement for sure. And now I'm in, you know, conference rooms in different places. I'm doing live events. Mm -hmm. So even across three years, you got to give yourself grace. You have to think about everything that you've done. I'm sure you could do the same with your business. Just thinking about from last year to this year, you've already knocked some things out that you probably didn't even do last year. And you are, and you're going to continue to do that. You're only going to continue to grow and expand on. Last year, it. so imagine three years. Was probably one of probably my worst year sales wise, and 
you know, it's not, I felt like that, I feel like, you know, like I said, transparency is so important to me. Like, that's not something that I want to hide. I I probably made, what, maybe like $300. Like, I'm like, dang, can I, do I even need to file taxes this year? But it's like, that's fine because I know next year it's going to be a totally different. And I always, you know, screenshot, write things down. And like, even this year, I got a book, literally, I'm writing down everything that I do because I feel like this is going to be a testimony. Like, everything happens for a reason, and I wholeheartedly believe, wholeheartedly believe that. Man, I'm excited. I'm, I'm ready to see it, man. I'm, like I said, I, just from the time that I was trying to, one, from me trying to figure out how we connected to just finding the mutuals, to just going through the website, to now being able to speak with you, man, I, I feel it. I see it. And I'm, I'm excited for it. And I know that, you know, from this interview, from the pop-up shops, from just you and, and the hard work that you're putting in, even behind closed doors, even things that we don't know about, even things that you haven't disclosed here today, it's only going to continue to amplify. And you're inspiring. Whether people tell you or not, yeah, you probably got your sister looking up to you, best friends looking at you, because it's people who you know recognize that they may want to start a business or they may want to do something or they may have a hobby or something that they love. But doubt is real. The mind is real, man. If you, you can psych yourself out here and the rest of it, the rest is history. You know what I mean, so it's just like the fact that you really making it happen on top of being a student. On top of being a full-time employee, man, I, I commend you wholeheartedly for that. So for the people out there, obviously, you know, we're going to have some people tapping in. We're about to get the sales popping. We're about to get the customers and the clientele flowing in and all of that. Um, what are the best places to find you? Where can people reach you? Where can people tap in with you? Even if they have some, you know, questions or anything, but even if they want to show support, show love, and even kind of send it around to their people as well. Yeah, What's the best um, places to get to you? Best, well, my website is www.rootedinconfidence.com. Um, my Instagram, rooted in confidence, so underscore at the end. Um, my emails, hello at rootedinconfidence.com. You can DM me, email me. Any questions you have, I'm always, I always have my phone. So if you want to, you know, ask me a question about an ingredient one o'clock in the morning, you might, you just might get a reply. <laughs> but um, I'm always open for conversation. Um, I'm on Twitter, RIC by Janae, Facebook, Pinterest, wherever you need you need to try to reach me at, um, you can reach me. Just rooted in confidence. <laughs> All right, y'all. And look, it's, if the name itself going to make you want to tap in, then I, I know for sure this interview will. So, nah, really, thank you so much, Taylor, for all of the time, for reaching out, for connecting, for being able to reschedule and still make this happen. But from me to you, from down to business to rooted in confidence, we are, you know, wishing you nothing but luck. Let us know however we can help and, and stay tapped in with us. But to all my people out there, I'm encouraging y'all to tap in. You might learn something. She may be able to help you. Like you said, she's all about conversation. If you can't tell today, she wants to just spread love and impact as many people as possible. So whether you're in Philadelphia, whether you're in Florida, Texas, out of the country, it doesn't matter. Let's make this thing happen together because solo, man, it's just going to be that much harder. So to everybody out there who continues to watch, man, who continues to support, keep sticking with me. Like I said, man, we really turned it up another notch. We just had to take a little break. We'll be coming back better and stronger than ever. So thank you to Taylor. Thank you to Rooted and Confidence. This has been another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner.